The following podcast contains adult subject matter. Listener discretion is advised. There are pros and cons to keeping kids in bubbles. You're listening to Thinking Outside the Long Box with Gabe, Juan, and Tim. But not Doyle, because he's kind of a bitch. your friends list that just hates your just guts. Just purge your friends. I don't have that many people <laughs> in there that are like, wouldn't be on the same team. <laughs> like, But there's one person in there. <laughs> it must be like somebody They're I went covert. To, must be somebody I went to high school with and I just fucking up. Somebody is very offended that you think police equals Nazis. Very offended. Hey, Facebook. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Thinking Outside the Long Box. <laughs> stay banned. You stay banned. Uh, no. You don't, get a six-day ban, don't Daddy. Don't start, Yeti, you son of a bitch. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Literally. our live... Fi- <laughs> <laughs> our live... <laughs> Got, him. Got him again. Got him on the intro. It's been a while. I'm Gabe. I'm Tim. I'm Juan. <laughs> Hello, everybody on Facebook land. Hello, one person watching us right now. Look what's going on. What do you mean we're we're together? I know. It's crazy. It is really weird. We're the three best friends that anyone could have. So Mel Mel had never (laughs) Mel had never seen after the hook. uh, Mel had never seen the hangover. And so about like a what it was probably about a month ago now, huh? We watched it and (laughs) she Hates Zach Galifianakis as like a comedian. I don't really like him that okay. much either. I, it's, it's, I, it depends. I, I, I fucking love Zach Galifianakis. But <laughs> in this movie, she did admit that he was very fucking funny. He makes and his movie, his awkwardness, like we're the three best friends yeah. that anyone the can speech. have. Oh, dude, when he <laughs> when I was a one man wolf pack. And then I and then I saw you and I knew that maybe you could join my one man wolf pack. And then I knew there were two and it's so it's awkward. so awkward. Like, Ten more minutes. <laughs> <laughs> it it is genuinely one of the funnier movies that I've seen in a long time. Like when it came out, but yes. it's also do the, I mo- to- the movie with the absolute worst sequels. Yes. For I th- sure, I do think there was diminishing returns, but I do think that they were they had their funny spots too. They do but have there their funny definitely yeah. diminishing returns. Yeah, for sure, it's I can agree with that. It's hard it to keep n- telling the same movie twice, <laughs> correct, a third time, and then oh. a fourth time they did that Project X movie with like a bunch of like teens at a house party. I don't, I don't think I know what that is at all. It was basically like the same thing, but with kids. <laughs> that sounds awful. Hey, four watchers, it's up there. right? Uh, so, hey, Felix and Christy. Besides, welcome to the live stream where it's a not a purse, it's a satchel. Where, what? Where, what? No, it's a purse. It's a satchel. Indiana Jones has one. Oh my god, that's true. <laughs> it is true. I, I'm gonna keep quoting. Please don't videos. just quote the Hangover this <laughs> entire time. Is it a purse or a satchel? Only depending on what you carry in it. No, I think it's actually like the design of the bag. Possibly. So like a purse Hey in, Felix, hey Christy. In my opinion is smaller. 
and are you have you seen women's purses and more decorative than a satchel i think they're more decorative for sure decorative i'll give you that but not small some of them i've that's probably clutches i'm probably thinking yeah i'm not so i don't all i know is clutch and purse i love that we're having this conversation (laughs) and the only woman in the room does not care. Like she, she's well, like these, saying, you would- these fucking morons <laughs> talking about purses. Hey Chelsea. Yeah, they are the same goddamn thing from their descriptions. (laughs) I'm saying Indiana Jones carries a whip in a satchel, not a purse. And a badass hat. That's all I'm saying. What if he's carrying a whip in a man purse? No, you would not tell it. He'd whip you in the face with his fucking bullwhip. Mm, I don't know. Or he'd shoot you. What if, like, that's his thing? What if you're like, dude... You keep a whip in the man purse. He's like, I know. Nah. But he never keeps his whip in the purse. In the sad Yeah, he Fuck. does. Oh, it <laughs> That's because it's a goddamn purse. <laughs> I just keep my Skittles in there. It's okay. Chelsea says hi. Hi, Chelsea. Hey, there are Skittles in there. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, you're going to have to share mics with him, I think. I don't need a mic. I'm loud. She is very loud. That is true. Hey, Stephanie. So. Hey, Stephanie. This is kind of the time when we talk about old family friend. Okay. Did you just call her old on here? Uh, well, I mean, she's older than me. Maybe she is old. I don't know. Mm, I don't know that that's a thing you should say about a lady. Well, I mean, ladies get old too. I know, but it's like, not you don't, like they're immune. You to don't want to be like, "Hey, Stephanie, you old." <laughs> Maybe she likes it. Again, I don't know. We're going back to the Indiana Jones conversation. <laughs> Maybe he likes it. Her husband is a firefighter, I believe, and he's big dude. Please what don't are do you that doing? bullshit ASMR what stuff. What the fuck are you doing right now? This is why we don't invite you. How are you enjoying our ASMR right now? Whenever Tim's like, "Hey, I can't be there," we're like, "Yes." <laughs> He's not going to recommend Outlander season two. <laughs> no, Stephanie said, respect your elders. Oh, okay. See? How, Stephanie, you. how old are you? Just she's out of curiosity. Only, she's graduated with me. She's oh. only one year. Man. She's probably not even a year older than me. <laughs> Man, I'm like 800 years older than you. So long as we age like whiskey, Chelsea says. Mm, I, I fucking hate whiskey. Hopefully I my feel, wife doesn't age like whiskey. Scotch would be better. <laughs> I feel like I aged kind of like a Blue sack cheese. of fruit. <laughs> Kitty, get the fuck off of there, goddammit. Nah, King. Oh, I, I don't want the shit to fall. She says she'll be 34 in August. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah you're yeah. a little kid. That's a joke. I don't know joke. about a little I know, kid. I know. That's a joke. <laughs> you I, have little kids. I, I do have little kids. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Is Sophia not allowed to kid, little kid anymore? No. Nah. Well, I'm trying okay. to distinguish what little kids are. Okay. Can we got to do this. No, no, no. There's two things. I think I told this story on the last episode, but Tim wasn't here for it. So a few weeks ago, Hannah comes in and she's like. Louder. She, Hannah comes in. She's like, I'm hungry, blah, blah, blah. And Mel goes, you just ate. Like, what could you possibly need food for? And she goes, this thick boy. 
it was amazing and she refuses to do it again. <laughs> and all I want to do is take her to the grocery store and say, Hannah, do the thick boy thing. Like, <laughs> and she won't. She's too embarrassed. But I don't know why. It's amazing. I poked her in the belly and then she was like, stop. I'm like, what's with that? And she goes, I like food. It's it's my thick boy. So, Sophia, she gets here on Monday, right? I, I love talking about my kids on the show. She comes in to talk to us, and she's like, literally, Mom, Dad, I have something really important that I want to talk to you about. And that I'm, can go a lot of ways. She's all, I'm really nervous to talk to oh. you about it. I was like, she starts blushing and stuff. <laughs> here, here it comes. So, so Ashton. Not like that, damn it. Oh, Ash- God. A- Ashton has his best friend, John, right? Sophia goes, So, would you guys be upset if I told you that I kind of, you, you know, like, like John? I was like, yeah, why? Why would we? Walking I was like, road. why would we have a problem with her liking John? <laughs> <laughs> I go, why would we have a problem with her liking John? Like, we're already like really good friends with like the family. Like, we know the kid. We know he's a good kid, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Okay, this is the best part of this. This happened today. So, yeah, John likes her back, which is fine. But he is also. Very nervous to tell his parents, who hopefully aren't fucking watching this right now, because I know they watch some of this stuff sometimes. But How old is he? He's 16. Okay, it's and not. she's 14? Yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's you not. You said that very tentatively. I turned 41 this year? <laughs> no, she's 15. 14. 14. I know numbers. We have determined on this show I'm that toast. I don't know math. That's true. But anyway. So we're on the way over to John's parents' house to pick up Ashton because Ashton is there playing video games. And Sophia's just in the backseat. She's all, uh, dad, dad. I was like, yeah. She goes, hey, uh, so John hasn't talked to his parents yet. So if we could, you know, (laughs) I was like, yeah, I'm picking up what you're putting down, Sophia. I won't say anything about it. So we go, I'm talking with Drea. I've known Drea since Bailey was like three years old. Like I've known Drea for a really long time. Like I consider her one of my big sisters, you know, because she's a little bit older than me, like two years older than me. Oof. Yeah, like 800 years old. <laughs> so, so <laughs> fucking we go in and she goes, oh, Sophia's here. I was like, yeah, she, she's picking up a blanket from John that she wants to take with her on our trip and he's going to let her borrow it. She goes, why? I was like, I don't know. They just, they just do. She she goes, she going to bring it back. I was like, yeah, she's going to bring it back. She goes, well, why is John letting her borrow it? (laughs) And like, I'm like, like, she knows like instantaneously. (laughs) I haven't said shit. Like I, I mean, and I just go, I don't know. And she looks, that's where she, that's I know. She that's knows, right and she, there. she looks at me and she goes, <laughs> <laughs> you, you know, you know what she did to you? <laughs> like seriously, kids think their parents don't fucking remember what it was like to be a teenager. You might at not all. because of all the drugs. Th- 
I remember. <laughs> I remember at least. I remember at least thirty percent of my childhood. Like at least thirty percent. So I put it out there to see what people were watching or listening. Stephanie says she's listening to us uh, and watching The Handmaid's Tale and trying to read Pet Cemetery. Not sure why, since I've seen the movies a hundred times, but I'm determined to finish it. You know, there's differences between the the movies huge, and the book that are definitely you can't worth tell Stephen King movies. The, the shi- movies. The Shining is a perfect example. Like those are two fucking totally different stories. <laughs> like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, even the TV show is completely different. Add Doctor Sleep into it, and it's even more different. There's like, book. yeah. <laughs> uh, incidentally, I found ten first edition Stephen Kings at a yard sale this last Jeez. week for three bucks a piece. So, nice. ching. Hey, five people, let us know what you're watching, reading, listening to. Uh, what mm-hmm. what gets you off? Uh, what you're getting hard to? Whatever. Handmaid's Tale. Is, I hear is really is good. one of those shows that I it's like dark or like Black Mirror, like I was talking about in the last episode, where I think to myself, I should watch it, but then I'm like, do I want to be depressed all day? Or just angry? Yeah, I do not get to be confused with the shitty version Outlander. Ooh, let's not talk about Outlander ever again. <laughs> he gets, he gets heat every, every episode. <laughs> Not, not even even when he's not here, dude. I even Doyle are bumping uglies with fat rolls. I took a I took a steaming dump on Warrior Nun. That's for sure. I am not yeah, a Warrior fucking Nun. fan Nun of that. We who's we? My family. Yeah. So let's see. We've watched since the last podcast. Uh, we finished Laura's Lava. We got back to the Oh, God. I don't, I don't, I like the show. I don't like the fake, the fake acting. It's awful. When they're like the show, which way should we go? (laughs) They definitely didn't tell us backstage. The two of us go this way. And one of us goes this way. When somebody (laughs) falls in the lava, (gasps) I feel like it's convinced it's like orange slime. It is slimy. It is weirdly slimy. (laughs) I feel like, I feel like when they're hanging onto the rock, Someone swims over and pulls them down. <laughs> like I, in my brain, I have this like I bet like there's a scuba diver under there, like pulling them under. Like which is why does your voice change when you say? I bet because, there's like a scuba diver yeah, down because, there because it's it's a stupid idea. So I'm saying it in my stupid voice. <laughs> and you watched the Flores Lava and what else? Flores Lava. Um, we watched the George Lopez comedy special, ah, which is so good. So good. Can't wait to watch it. Felix and Christy. Like fucking <laughs> earlier today, I I something came up that reminded me of a joke in the George Lopez special, and I started to talk to Ashton about it. Ashton goes, "I'm not going to need to watch it." I was like, "Why?" He goes, "Because you're going to tell me every goddamn joke in it." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, "Fuck you." See, we also watched the Jim Jeffries. Hey, Tim Husky. One. So I didn't I fucking love Jim Jeffries. He's so, so funny. His new one? I haven't seen it. So I haven't funny. seen it. I didn't really watch that coherently That's because by then you two were like two fatties in that. Both oh man, fatties, fatties! You guys are like this. I made a I made a Keith one that was like outrageous, man. I was Tim, super Tim, stoned. Put it this way. Tim was at a point where he was just like, <coughs> no more, 
No more. And then I smoke no the rest of it. Because <laughs> he doesn't know how to smoke weed. I'm catching up on comments real quick. Christy said in the last 24 hours they've watched the Jeffrey Epstein Filthy Rich That's documentary. Crazy. That shit is Ath- crazy as fuck. Everybody Athlete, is, in, is, is guilty. Athlete so A and halfway so through Married at First Sight season 10. That's our fault. What's the um, What was the first one before Married at First Sight? Uh, Athlete A. Uh-huh. Stephanie I, also no talks about Athlete A. And she said it's scary, especially since nope. I have a daughter in competitive cheer. I'm guessing it's not like horror. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, it's, I think probably it's probably documentary kind of pedophilia stuff. kind of thingy is my guess because she talked about her young daughter. Um, that Jeffrey Epstein stuff is no joke. Like I, I thought that was a conspiracy theory at first, but after watching that, that dude was straight up fucking murdered, and there are a lot of people probably involved <laughs> in that. Uh, AJ says, what's up, a-holes? What's up, AJ? <laughs> Christy said, super scary, be aware, and mindful mama. And Stephanie said, I definitely will be about the athlete A. Hey, Alvi. Larry what? Nassar, the gymnast doctor. Oh, the, yeah. Okay, okay. Fuck that, that guy. That put it a lot together. I hope okay. that dude gets murdered all over the place. <laughs> whoever, whoever murdered <laughs> What's the sound? Wah, wah. What, what do you do? Wah, wah, wah. I hope he gets murdered. Wah, wah, wah. No. We've also been watching a lot of the Titan games. Fuck yeah, the Game. Titan games. Is that the is, rock? I do. The rock? Yeah. There's definitely episodes where like I tear up pretty bad because well, like was, there, there was, was one guy who was just like he didn't he didn't make it, but he tried really hard. It's he died. Hard. No. Oh, <laughs> he, he didn't win. <laughs> 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 he died. <laughs> 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 That food did. That food did. So, <laughs> so he just he goes up to the rock and he goes, I just wanted to make you proud. And the the rock's like, I'm so proud, I'm so proud. And then the two commentator guys were like, What do you feel when people say that? And he goes, It's really emotional. And, and he's, he's on the verge of tears, I dude. Up and I look over to Gabe and he goes, Shut up. He goes, he goes. You know, all they want to hear is that I'm proud, so I tell them the truth, that I'm proud of them. And, like, there's tears in the rock's eyes, and I'm like, (laughs) shut up, don't look at me, don't look at me, I'm hideous. I give him a lot of shit for being an action star hero. He's like a soup. I don't think think too many people give him shit anymore. I don't think anybody gives the rock shit about anything. Like, he... He's beloved by fucking damn near everybody I know that talks about him. Well, Juan, I mean, what do you Hey, Doyle. Hi, Doyle. Doyle Juan, what do, you, you. what do you think of the Sorta. Rock? I love the it Rock. It doesn't matter! <laughs> wow. <laughs> Yelling so loud. <laughs> You're so much louder than everyone else. It's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. What okay. else? Okay, what Marika, else have you watched? She listens is going to have She definitely is going to hate that. Sidebar, we took one of our derby kids, Candy Warhol, to dinner and she did not know the rock was, was a wrestler. Oh, that's, that's So they so I, I can you, see that. So now, Fox though. because she's she's like 16. Fox was playing the Royal Rumble, so we were talking about like a Royal Rumble from like 4 or 5 years ago. So we were talking about wrestlers and stuff like that. I was like, and like when The Rock did this and The Rock did that. And she goes, like The Rock from Jumanji? I was like, yes. No, Sean Connery. I was like, yes, like The Rock from Jumanji. (laughs) And she goes, he was a wrestler? I was like, 
what the absolute fuck is happening right now? Like, am I really that Did old? Did I smoke too much fucking weed today? <laughs> Not a thing. Not a thing. Oh, man. I think the biggest thing for us this week is that Gabe at a Grosscale scored. <laughs> I'm never using that microphone. Gabe at a Grosscale scale. <laughs> Gabe went to a Grosscale and he scored a Wii with a bunch of controllers. He scored games. a lot of Wii while he was there. <laughs> for like 20 bucks. Give me that weed. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm out. Fuck all of you. I'm no, out. you're not. No, Finish telling us. I can't because you're too busy. Like, uh, I'm not deep throating it. I'm getting weed. Calm down, R. Kelly. Oh, that got dark. Yeah, it did get real dark. I watched that documentary. That was also hella fucked up. Christy watched that documentary. Dude. Also, I hope he dies. (laughs) (laughs) Put him in a closet forever. (laughs) (laughs) Your Wii was amazing. The Wii has been a blast. I gave mine away. I never played with it. I sh- if I'd have known you wanted one, I would have given it to I didn't, you. I didn't know I wanted one until I was at a garage sale, and it was $20. <laughs> I looked at... So so here's what really happened. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> never got any use out of that bitch. <laughs> No. This is why we have to stay together. <laughs> so, so oh, this shit. is genuinely what happened. It was for sale at a garage sale. It was twenty bucks. I looked at Ash and I said, "What? You got twenty bucks? No." <laughs> I, <laughs> so I looked at Ashton and I said, <laughs> "I said, I said to Ashton, would this sell for more?" And he goes, yeah, that's a really good deal. I was like, oh, okay, cool. So I picked it up to sell in my shop. And then like two blocks in, Ashton's like, oh, man, I can't wait to play that. <laughs> I was like, I was like, no, I'm, I'm going to sell it. He goes, you're not going to keep it? I was like, no, I was going to sell it. He goes... You should keep it. You could probably sell it for probably like a hundred bucks at it's, least. With the controllers we have, probably like pretty close. Yeah. Because there, my brother, my brother bought a switch the other day, and you can't find them anywhere. Anywhere. So he paid for a used one more than a new one. Yeah. And I was like, you're crazy, motherfucker. So, so, but Ashton like genuinely was. They're a lot of fun. Yeah, and then he, he mentioned that he would like to play it with Hannah. And Ashton has a pretty tough time with his little sister because he's 16 and she's fucking nine. And, you know, what's, what 16-year-old wants to hang out with a hyperactive nine-year-old? Nobody. But when they can box each other in Wii Sports, it's dope <laughs> as fuck. She we're, we're taking this shit to this TV screen. So... Ashton got his ass handed to him at Wii Boxing by Hannah three times in a row. And then he stood in front of the TV and practiced (laughs) boxing for like two hours. And then goes, Hannah, Hannah, let's do this. And he was like Bruce Lee just warming up for the boxing. Barely beat her, and you would have thought he won the fucking Super Bowl. He was so excited, like it was super, super funny. 
nothing, you know, they're like actively engaging with each other, which is <laughs> nice. I actually went and did like the, the boxing and a bunch of the baseball stuff today. My shoulders were killing me. It was probably because of the Wii Fitness things that I have AD. <laughs> so let's... You're going to go to comments because there's some great comments yeah, right now. I, I just hid one on purpose. No, why don't? <laughs> Which one? The the one that Christy put? No, yeah. fuck that. I'm going to read it. Felix or Christy, I assume this is Christy says. Chris, oh, he's yeah, a talent. He, talking about R. Kelly. Yeah, he's yeah. a talented pedophile, no doubt. <laughs> that's fucked up. Like, that's Doyle level fucked up. Kind of funny, very <laughs> oh, now it's hidden. <laughs> I can't see Is it, it no. Felix and Christy wrote. Yeah. Oh. When we bought our first Wii years ago, Juan didn't use the safety strap and broke our TV. <laughs> I wanted to hide it and say what she said. I just think it's funny that you didn't hide the pedophile joke, but you hid the thing about you breaking somebody's TV. He was good at being a pedophile. It's fucking weird. I get it. He was good at being a singer too. No, like know. he's a super talented singer, but like I hope he burns. He's. A good R&B singer. You know that's true. He's just gross. Uh, Stephanie said, I love my Wii. Makes the kids get up and uh, off get asses. off their asses. Bye, AJ. Have a good I day. agree, too. See you, AJ. Bye, AJ. Bye, Have a good night, man. What do you, what do, you do? Do the sound again. AJ. AJ. Oh, I'm fucking melting today. This is funny. It's fucking hot as no, dicks, no. Though. It's funny. I, that's a melting from the funny, not but the heat. It's still hot though. Ah, fuck. I watched UFC last night. It was fucking amazing. Dude, I heard there was a so fight good. that should have been stopped. Yeah, it probably should have been stopped a full like half a minute before. It was a ninety. He was getting his it was a ninety-three to one shot ratio comparison at the very end of that match. Oh. He was just doing this, and that dude's just and the dude's wailing like, on him, dude. <laughs> it's fucking. He's clearly shit. helpless. It's it's gross. That dude that uh, the first fight too, where he knocks that dude out with the left. That left hook, that was crazy, too. Like that was It was a, a good night. That was That's, a hit, like... Honestly, I miss sports. Like, I get it. It's dangerous. Like, I get it, but it's something marbles, that... Marbles, dude. What? Marbles. <laughs> marbles. I'm just telling you, man. Fucking I marble run. About the marbles. I marble about run, the baby. Marbles. Mel? I was also going to let you know, you know what's currently going on right now? Huh. The Black Matters 2. And Dorian just swept the floor. Two, like, as six. well, or number two? Second. Like oh, okay. dose. Part D. Um, Dorian <laughs> Part D. Nice. It was awful to watch. Oh yeah, my sister watched it with me yesterday. It was pretty intense. I watched the video this morning. The commentary. It the was literally was like, why isn't he stopping this? Yeah. <laughs> I, it's literally the first thing I watched on my phone this morning. I was like, oh, oh. You know what's oh, funny? Stop hitting so him. My si- so the whim- the first is the first or second women fight. They're kind of slow. It's kind of wrestly. You know, there's not a lot of action. And my sister's like, oh, I come to watch this. I want to see him beat the shit out of each other the whole time. And that's happening. And she's like, oh, I can't watch this. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Which one do you want? You want, the, you want the blood or the bullshit? You get one or the other. <laughs> you want both. You got to watch wrestling. <laughs> no. If you want to watch <laughs> violence that doesn't escalate that far most of the time you got to watch wrestling there's very little boring in wrestling unless you're watching raw 
Hey. Raw is rough. I'm just saying. Raw is wrong. A lot of big smiley faces from Christy. I know. She must be laughing. She's. <laughs> that's. I assume that's the noise she makes. Not only. Oh man! What else? I've watched a bunch of I've other stuff. Anything. I literally was so focused on dark. Oh, dude, <laughs> that was anything else? That was intense too. Like it. It's really, it's really, like you said, it's a show that you have to focus on, which is not normal, you know? And I've been focusing on, because we have three interviews, I think, still to come out in two episodes. Oh, so nice. I'm trying to pump all those out, and I'm trying to get the epi- the videos you sent me out, trying to put shit on YouTube, so it's been busy. Shh. Oh, really, Doyle? Really? No, I was, I was trying to look up what I've been watching, and it, I accidentally Doyle. unmuted. <sighs> he d- you shit Do- in bags too? No, Doyle shits in black bags. <laughs> Come on. The cheesy Don't fat be stupid. rolls. <laughs> <laughs> like what kind of cheese though? Are we talking like cheese It can't be cheese whiz? Is it like whiz or is it like like Are we talking like Are we like is this like slices of cheddar? <laughs> It, it's got to be crumbly. That he's like forgotten. Is it like dollar store cheddar that burns when you try to heat it? It doesn't melt. <laughs> it's like plastic. Okay, here we go. I this wish is... there was a button so I could send. Bum, bum, bah, bah. <laughs> hey, D'Angelo. So one of the things that I've been watching quite a bit of, and I actually I talk about this in uh, my interview with. Uh, Anders Heinrichsen. <laughs> that's how he says <laughs> Yeah, that's how he says it. It's amazing. I call him Anders like the whole time. And then when he does the when he does the ad bump, it he says his name completely fucking different than I've been saying his name. And I even asked him You're at like, the beginning. I, my name's Jeff. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why you've been calling me Anders. But um so he is coming out. He or coming. He's coming out. He, that, oh, not buddy. what I meant. Not what I meant. Uh, he is going to be in a reboot of a Stuart Gordon movie called Castle Freak. Oh yeah, yeah. Which yeah. is like a crazy fucking. He was movie. trying not to tell you anything about it while you were asking him about it. Right. No, I understand that. Like, please stop asking. Yeah, me. yeah. Well, no, I just I wasn't here for this. Yeah, I, I understand. Anyway, so he's gonna be. He's going to be in Castle Freak, and I had just watched it because I've been watching Joe Bob Briggs' Last Drive-In on Shudder. Uh, if you're not familiar, Joe Bob Briggs is uh, a review writer uh, who writes – basically, he writes reviews? G- glowing reviews of trashy horror movies. Like, that's kind of his thing. He, he watches shitty horror movies, and he loves them, <clears throat> just like me. So, in the last week, I have watched hey, – Cue the Winged Serpent, which is terrible, uh, but funny. I watched Society, which is one of the grosser movies I've ever seen. And then I rewatched a movie that I know we talked about when I watched it a couple of years ago called Deathgasm. Yeah, That's, fuck yeah. yeah. God shit. damn it. That movie's good. Such a good okay, movie. Don't the doggy, the cat, dude. And then I... Nah, it's too, it's too late now. 
dumbass. And then I uh, and then I watched probably about a half of The Changeling, which is like a seventies haunted house movie starring George C. Scott, which is which is really really good. Uh, I just have to go back and finish it. But other movies that I will probably be talking about soon, Madman, House of the Devil, Wolf Cop, Henry Portrait of a House Serial of kill- Killer, Street Trash, Prom Night 2, Blood Harvest. Like, it's just trashy, fucking amazing horror movies. And it's it's like the perfect thing to get high to, sit down, and just chill out with. Like, Shudder has been fucking awesome. You're right, because when I'm trying to relax, I love People fictitiously get murdered. Yeah. Fucking shit. Yeah. That's what I do. What do you guys do? That's because you're a sociopath. To quote one. You know, I'm I'm not entirely sure that that's not true. Buddy. Buddy. I just want to play video games. You're like, I want to watch somebody get their fucking head blown off. I want to watch them have their eyes gouged out while they're fucking pissing fire. There's a lot of that in Deathgasm. Susanna like, oh. Amador, hello. Hopefully I said your fucking name right. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> We're bad about that. What kind of stuff you been up to, Tim? What have you been watching? Mostly video That's not going to bring and, us down. And my two children keeping them out of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> I know Destiny 2. A ton of Destiny 2, a ton of Conan Exiles. Which it bums me out doesn't have crossplay. I really really wish it did. uh, Stephanie said, yes, all I watch are horror movies. My hubby's a little scared of me. My wife says pretty much the same thing. She's like, how do you watch that all day, every day? I'm like, how do you not? She's watching for training. Just in case. You've got that serial murder gene in your DNA or whatever. Do I? It's the hair. It's the hair. It's the hair I'm loving this. I, I'm sure you are. Dude, it feels nice. It's all <laughs> soft. I condition it and shit. You condition it? It's, what did you do before? I shaved my oh, head. No, yeah. I know, but you've had hair before. Well, I know, but like I've never conditioned my hair before. It's weird to me. No, it's not. It's weird to me. How can you say it's not weird to me? No, I'm just saying it's like not, not weird that weird. <laughs> Fuck is wrong with you? It is not weird for you. Have you always conditioned your hair? Always. Man, I never well, they, even had conditioner at my house when I was mixes. a kid. Dave, have you felt how soft his hands are? <laughs> I, I have felt yeah. how soft his hands are. My hands are soft. My hair is soft. Made his his hands gorgeous. are as soft as a baby's bottom. They are. How many baby bottoms are you touching? Fucking weirdo. I've, R. Kelly? I've touched four of them. He's not pissing on them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've touched four baby bottoms. I have four children. So he's more like an Epstein. You? No. Nope. You're dead. Fuck you, Epstein. For the record, I do not touch my children in that way. No, no, <laughs> yeah. Nobody's implying that. Come on. That's but I. Up. But I do watch liking pedophiles get hung. It's fun. It's fun. Huh. I, yeah, I haven't watched really anything else. I, I watch all my normal weekly shit. Yeah, right. Yeah. You're married at first sight. Yes, which is amazing. You're done with Survivor. I like married at first sight. I'm done with Survivor. What's, there was something else that you... Oh, Golden Girls. That was it. How's Golden Girls going? No, I haven't. We haven't... So we watch it at night when it's just randomly on. I haven't started from the beginning. So it's like syndicated yeah. on TV. Okay. Yeah. But they, I guess they're getting rid of a blackface episode or some shit. Like I didn't, I don't know. I don't, I like none of that. That kind of stuff doesn't really. I, I it bothers somebody. Jesus, <laughs> that did not go as planned. Cats, cats. That cats, definitely cats, didn't cats, go as planned. Cats, cats. 
Let's They're see what that looks like on I, I video. Don't, I, I'm not a big, like, if I see a dude in a sombrero in a movie, I'm not like, fuck you, man, that's my sombrero. Like, I just don't, like, you know, I, if you want to wear brown face, have at it. Like, I just don't care. I just watch it. It's just not my thing. I, no, I'm, wa- like, I, I'm watching it right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, the Shia, the new Shia LaBeouf movie that's coming out about, like, like gangs and shit looks really good. The trailer looks really good. Mm-hmm. But the Pete, the Pete like Davison really movie. He's such a weirdo, but he got in tr- The only way we heard about it, because my brother told me about it, was that there was an article about people being mad at him because supposedly he's in brownface. Because he kind of acts Mexican-y, like Mexican-ish. But I don't, I was like, I don't, who, like, I just don't care. Like, I get it. Like, who, he's not overtly being a weirdo. And even if he was, if that's what sells tickets, I guess that's what sells tickets. Oh, right. But it looks really good either way. <clears throat> I mean, you can't tell me Shia LaBeouf doesn't look like a Mexican with that goatee and shit, though. I mean, he's pretty You know what I'm saying? No, I can't. Yeah. And maybe, but the thing is, I haven't watched I don't know if that's what he's going for. I don't know if he's supposed to be Mexican. I don't know. Like, it, I just, none of that shit bothers me. Me, personally, it does not bother. Apparently, depends. he got real tattoos for the he role. He did, on his chest. Like a chest piece. Yes. He does that shit, man. He had a tooth removed for that tank movie. That's right. I completely <laughs> forgot about that. Like, he's fucking batshit, but he's a great actor. Because <laughs> the tank movie was fucking dope. Peanut I heard Butter that one movie with the dope. with the handicapped kid was, was really good, too. Oh, yeah, so good. that Peanut is Butter a good movie. Dude. Yeah. It's so fucking good. I saw it, that. I mean, the reality is, is he's a super talented actor that's going to do whatever the f- he's going to do whatever the fuck he feels like right. doing because it's part of his art. Yeah. I don't think he's crazy. I think he's just really dedicated to what he does, and he wants to do it the best that he can possibly Bro, do his it. Episode of Hot Ones, he extra dabs every single wink. Yep. He was the first person ever on the show to do. That. And he doesn't flinch for a, Not a second, dude. Bit. Not even on the last dab. He's like, oh, it's a fucking. Dude, it's a crazy episode. Like, he's genuinely the person that goes through it. Him and Henry Rollins are the two people that go through it with, like, the least, like, oh, God, it's I so hot. So. I, I, Alton Brown did a really good Alton Brown and, does and do a good like job. he was, like, grading them all. This is trash. And he's throwing shit. I fucking trash. love that part about that episode. <laughs> Gordon Ramsay fucking flips the fuck out about six in because he... He is not great with spice a lot of the time, like as is evidenced in every show he's ever had. And he fucking flips out about that shit about (laughs) wing six. He's like, what the fuck? When you get the chance, watch the trailer, though. Yeah, good. I will. It looks good. I don't it, know if it's good. But no, it I'm looking. Good. I'm looking at like pictures of his tattoos and stuff from it. It looks incredible. Like, I just don't. I don't think that there's going to be a time where. He's not crazy. Where, no, no, no. Where, where, big, where big budget companies are going to be like, yeah, everybody put on blackface. Let's make fun of black people. Like, I just don't think that's happening anymore. I and think, I, I don't. That's why, like I, like I said, I just don't. That shit just doesn't bother me. I think, I, think, it, I think the thing that's weird to me is that of all the industries that are out there, Hollywood seems to be the one that is the most keen to make changes to accommodate how people react to their product because their product is 100% based on fan interaction. So if they see a movement like Black Lives Matter or, you know, literally anything, they're going to gravitate 
towards oh, yeah. that. Oh yeah, they're going to and they're going on to it. they're going to do overkill to avoid that. Like the the blackface episode that you're talking about in Golden Girls, they're not wearing blackface; they're wearing mud masks. Yeah. And it could maybe be perceived as that, but in an overabundance of caution, it's being removed right. from blah 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 whatever. Yeah. Which is fine. It, I don't know I don't that it helps or it. hurts yeah, anything. Yeah, right, right, right. It's not really something to praise or be upset about. It just kind of is a thing. But when there's this like kind of narrative that Hollywood is trying to like co-opt this and that, you can see it a lot of the time. That's definitely something that exists. But of all the industries that are trying to alleviate those issues, Hollywood is by far the one that's doing the most in that direction because you see them actively putting forward female directors, putting forward African-American directors, putting forward Hispanic actors, Asian actors is a huge push right now where you're seeing more and more diversity and more and more inclusion in media because they're realizing like the reality is they're realizing we're missing this market. Mm-hmm. They're still going to make whatever crappy right. white people blockbuster, you know, which everybody loves transformers, whatever. I love blockbusters. I know you I'm, do. I'm not and white. I'm, I know. I just want to be entertained by bullshit. <laughs> no, I'm just saying like, I don't bad. mean, I don't mean, I don't mean movies for white people. I mean like movies completely cast and staffed right. with with white people and they're going to make movies that are here's hey, a Hannah full Stepner. here's a full black cast here's a full asian cast here's a full uh hispanic cast like what i remember i talked about that kim basinger movie that i watched a couple oh, weeks yeah, ago yeah, on yeah, Sh- yeah. or on pluto where the criminals were a white guy a black guy a mexican guy and an asian guy and it was very clearly like a we don't want any race to think that we think they're evil. Like, you know, this is this is the most diverse street gang known to man. Like, you know, and those kind of things, I, I think people get worked up a lot. And I get upset about a lot of things. But I think no. I think people get worked up a lot about some of the social justice things that happen in pop culture without realizing that, like, pop culture is one of the things that's truly driving the narrative that most people that are left-leaning want pushed forward. That's why the conservative side of things fucking hates pop culture so much and wants you to watch, like, focus on the family movies and Chuck Colson documentaries (laughs) instead of the Jeffrey Epstein story, which is, like, salacious and nasty and, like, you know, but shows, like, the negative side of, like, our, you know, our political, like, Overstructure, right. you know, there's there's this moment where that kind of thing, if you don't see that Hollywood is really trying to embrace what you want to say, mostly because they want to make money off of it, then you're kind of missing what's happening in the world of pop culture. I saw a post a couple days ago that was like, if you think Captain America wouldn't punch a Nazi in the face, he did. If you think that Star Trek, if you think Star Trek isn't about gender equality and interracial relationships and like, you know, truly like peace on earth kind of ideas, you're missing the point of Star Trek. Like the point of Star Wars is like a rebellion against a tyrannical government. If you think that like subjugating yourself to like the will of one president 
isn't an analog for the emperor taking over the whole universe, you're missing the point of Star Wars. <laughs> like so much of those themes are built into our pop culture going back decades and decades. Right. The X-Men yesterday the, with Robotech. Yeah. Robotech's like pretty mature anime for its time because it addressed literally all of that in a cartoon. Exactly. Or like X-Men. X-Men is completely an analog for the civil rights movement. The Hulk is about somebody that has anger issues right. and needs help. You know, if you think Lady Thor is the problem, it's because you weren't fucking reading comic books ten years ago. If you read Lady Thor, you know it was a fucking really good story. Exactly. <laughs> Holy shit. So... I, I think history. I think a lot of the time when you see that like outrage, it's a news article that's blown out of proportion because like one person's upset and it's people are upset. I, I don't buy it. Like the people that really consume pop culture that really enjoy it in the same way that like we do. That's that's a fucking false narrative, like yeah. because you can look at pretty much anything that we watch or enjoy and find the like analog to like normal life and realize that most of what we watch is just about how do I be better to other people yeah. or how do I wield two chainsaws when fighting a zombie? <laughs> like <laughs> it's it's weird because I've. You know, you never know how many people are one way or the other. Like, I, I see a few actors who are stepping down from roles that they've been amazing at for such a long time. And I just don't know that people... One, I don't know that people care that you've been voicing a black actor. I I don't know. I'm not black, so I have no idea. I don't care that you'd voice a fucking Mexican actor and you were white. Like, that doesn't bother me. I, what what I see happening in the future, if that's kind of what's going on, if if Mexicans are only allowed to portray Mexican people on TV or in cartoons, I feel like there could be a point where those characters end yeah. up being stupid or they end up being put into a place where I don't want that to represent me anymore. Yep. You know what I mean? And well, I, then you get typecast. Yeah, and exactly. And I, I, I don't know if it's happening. Hollywood's a strange fucking place. We need a Mexican. So, <laughs> yeah. I, and that's, what, that's worse to me than yeah. just finding people who do good at the job that Absolutely. they need to be done. This was a conversation I had the other day. Cause you mentioned voice actor. I assume you're talking about Cleveland Brown. There, that was he, the biggest was one. one. Of, yeah. There are a couple, he, but that was, was the biggest one. noticeable one. And, Alicia and I were both like, while it wasn't necessary because it's a cartoon, he's been voicing it successfully without a peep from anyone for decades, and he was really good at it. Right. Did he need to step down? Did anyone ask him to step down? No. It was his decision, and I think, whatever. As if long that's as the decision you want to make, yeah. I'm way right. okay now, with that. Now, it would have been a completely different story if that guy was in blackface doing a live action, right, right. <laughs> you know, family guy. A completely different story than, yeah, fuck him, get him out. But that wasn't the case. So I think there's a difference between, like, voice acting, cartoons, and animated shit. And, like, you know, it was done really well, and everyone seemingly enjoyed it. But, like, Robert Downey Jr. as a black guy in Tropic Thunder. It was fucking amazing and hysterical, and it was played right. It wasn't like, if it had been anything other than a comedy and, like, making fun of itself, I think it would have been immediately, like, one of the most racist things. And I, I won't... I it's won't like, it. it's I won't. like Blazing Saddles. Yes. Blazing Saddles is satire about race. Right, yeah. And it's fucking hilarious, and it's, it's saying 
exactly what it wants to say. And what it's saying is, I'm going to say words that make people feel fucking uncomfortable Mm -hmm. to make you feel uncomfortable while you're also laughing. Like, it's very intelligent writing. And that's very different than just, like, throwing on blackface and having a minstrel show. Right. Like, and that kind of nuance, I think, gets lost in, like, the quick gotcha clickbait headline where like one or two people are upset about this one thing they blow it big and other people start to steamroll it and you're just like come on like if he chooses to step down great if he starts getting death threats because he's a white guy voicing a black cartoon that's a that's a problem yeah and and i won't do it justice but robert downey jr went on the joe rogan show to talk about a lot of stuff, but that was one of the things he spoke about too. Yeah. And he he was he's he was saying how that movie specifically was meant to portray to show you how people in these kinds of movies are portrayed, <clears throat> and and it was meant to be kind of like fuck. Like he even said he had black friends who were like, "What the fuck?" And he yeah. had other black friends who were like, "No, I get what you're saying." And so it's a weird fucking divide. I just for me. And Hispanics, because that's all I can speak to, because I'm not any other color. I don't. That shit just doesn't bother me. Like if if Shia LaBeouf needs to speak Spanish for a role, and he was the best guy to fill that role, do cool, it, make it happen. Yeah. Like if he's if he's in a role where he's purposefully making fun of Mexicans because he wants to be a douchebag. I mean, it exists. I probably won't watch it, but I'm not going to rant about it. Like I, I, I would just, rant about it if he was on purpose making fun of Mexicans. I don't know that I. I just don't care. Like I see that's that's so different to me. to me. For me, like the intentional like ridicule of other people. I don't think people, that movie would get made. Yeah, by the way, but like that kind of thing is the thing that's actually offensive to me. Like you know the racist joke that's like told by like a white guy in a group of white guys and you're supposed to just kind of go along with it so that they don't think you're a dumbass. I hate that moment <laughs> because like that moment makes me want to be like, go fuck yourself. Like I don't work here anymore. Right. Like I hope you die <laughs> <laughs> right next to Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> blah, blah, blah! <laughs> you know, it's, but, but when a movie is intending to do something or if somebody's the best person for the role, I don't really care that much. Like if there was a Mexican American actor that had, that was willing to go crazy with the script method acting style to the point of getting his chest tattooed, like a fucking full, like chest to stomach piece, then yeah, they should have definitely hired that guy. (laughs) But like, Shia LaBeouf's on a different goddamn level, and we dude. don't even like, know. That's the thing. We don't even know if he's portraying a Mexican. Exactly. That movie hasn't come out yet. Yeah. <laughs> Just because he's wearing looks and has tattoos yeah. doesn't mean he's supposed to be a Mexican. And that's the thing. I know, you know. I, I've been what to, if his name is Ghost and he's that guy? <laughs> I've been to a lot. Holy I've, shit! That's real. That's real, dude. I've put my feet shit. on damn near every fucking state in this country, right? And I've known a lot of people who I know. I've known. I I know a white guy who ended up in Georgia and Florida, and he hung out with nothing but black dudes. And by no, he wasn't like intending to be like to pretend to be black or something. You're just kind of ingrained with the way people talk and the way people act. You go to L.A. and you're hanging out with those kinds of, uh, you know, 
with that crowd or with those whatever you know he's a gangster i think in that movie yeah if you put yourself in that position you're just automatically going to start picking those things up it's not because you're like i you know i, I want to make fun of it or i'm doing it a, yeah. as a joke you just get ingrained with it like it just is i lived in pennsylvania for one year about seven months into it my dad came and visited and he asked me when did you start speaking with like an accent I was like, I don't know what you're talking about <laughs> because I had a little bit of like that East Coast, like Pennsylvania, kind of a little bit Southern, a little bit East Coast dialect. And I'd only been there for like seven months. If you grow up like in a culture, that's how you right, talk. Right. Yeah. Like and there's there's sucks sometimes when you're from Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> like and there's no there's no way around it. And plenty of white people grow up in plenty of yeah. other cultures like that. And it's a it's it's looked at negatively sometimes in the in the black community. I mean, if you if you watched Fresh Prince, how many times did Carlton get bagged on because he wasn't black enough? Yeah. Because he grew up in a different culture. You know yeah. what I mean? And it's just, I don't know, man. It's just, some, it's just weird shit. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's one of those things. Too deep. Nah. It's <laughs> we do this all the time. It's just one of those things that I think is important to talk about right. now because they are the things that are driving pop culture. Like, we are about to see a massive influx of movies about black life from street level to upper level to CEOs, black directors, black writers. We are about to see a flood of that once movies start getting made right. in earnest again. Because that's the moment that's happening. And if... Hollywood is good at anything. It's capitalizing on a moment. Right. And they want that really bad because they can take that idea that's so important that means a lot to a lot of people and monetize it because that's what our society does and that's what pop culture is designed to do. It's a, cons it's a consumable, like we want to watch movies, listen to music, watch TV. And we're about to see that turn into something different that there's going to be a segment of people that are fucking super upset about <laughs> because how dare you turn my blessed whatever character into a black person. Oh my God. It's not like Falcon has ever been Captain America ever in the history of the comic books. <laughs> like we had this conversation with James Bond. The yeah, last time. Yeah. I mean, it's exactly. A, like it's fiction. Exactly. Jesus Christ. <laughs> get over it. There's no, we talk get over it. This, this is, this is what I think has really happened. The idea of fandom and of nerds diving super, super deep into whatever thing that they like, it stops being fiction. It stops being just entertainment and it becomes something that is, that is more than that. It becomes like an integral part of who they are. Probably the best example of this that I've been seeing a ton is Harry Potter. Harry Potter is ridiculous ridiculously popular because oh, of the movies, God. because of the books, whatever. I know like I know six or seven individuals that have a Deathly Hollows tattoo, right? But then JK Rowling said something pretty nasty about transsexual people. What are you supposed to do with that? 
if you're this massive lifelong fan of Harry Potter who is inclusive of muggles and gay people and all these other ideas, but not trans people. And the author said so. And the author like put that into her universe by implying that that's how that universe is too. This is a part of your life. You've gotten a tattoo. You own all the books. You've seen all the movies once a year since you were nine. Like it's it's not, but there are those people. (laughs) I know. I know. It's not fiction anymore. It's a part of you. And because fandoms become so tight and so focused that when something outside of the, the canon happens or like somebody puts some idea on its head, like George Lucas, midichlorians, people <laughs> lose their minds because it's Star Wars has been a part of my life since I was in the second grade. Like it's. You know, it's something that was huge. Harry Potter's been in my kids' lives their whole lives. It's a part of them. Same with my friend Brandon. He's one of the Deathly Hollows tattoo guys. It's it's that thing where fandom stops being fiction and starts being like you that makes everything really, really weird. Because as soon as somebody's like, that's not how it's supposed to be, then a bunch of other people are like, yeah, you're right. That's not how it's supposed to be. <laughs> and the then fucking, they get... Look at this and they, latest Star Wars batch of movies. Oh, yeah. The trilogy. Wolf. We, people hate them. Some people hate them. I don't. Because I, don't I wanted something different that honored the Star Wars tradition, and that is fucking exactly what I got. I just want something to entertain me. I don't even care if if I came in and all of a sudden there was midichlorians flying out their fucking ears. If it was amazing, cool. I, I dig it. I like, would probably have a problem with that. <laughs> I'd be like, wow. Midichlorians are fucking invisible, one. fucking choice. <laughs> force, bro. No, but like genuinely, I, I get that way. I'm 100% one of those people on so many different things. But a lot of the time, I really do my best to recognize when somebody is trying to either remold or recreate something in a new and original way. I like that. Right. I just don't like when somebody takes something that's old and says, that's not actually how it is. It's like this. (laughs) And they try to fuck it up like... I don't need that. I don't need you to change the past. I want you to make something new and different. I and think, that's okay. I think that's so I'm only that guy here. You know what I mean? Like if we're having a if we're having a discussion about a movie or some kind of world or whatever, that's me. I'm probably there. But I just don't uh, outside of the I don't care what anybody else thinks. I don't give a fuck. I I like something that I'm going to like, and that's the end-all be-all. I don't give one fuck about anybody else, as far as that goes. I don't know that I really give a fuck. I just am super fascinated by, like, why people think it's okay to, like, straight ruin shit. Well, I think, <laughs> that, I think what, I'm, what I'm saying, though, is, I like, that's why I don't care if you want to put up a movie that calls me a beaner every other second – I'm just not going to watch Wands it. Like I'm just not. I'm just not going to see Wands it. Beaner. You know what I mean? Stop. <laughs> I don't care bad, though. That's what jokes. I'm saying. I just don't give a fuck. No, put it out. 
Yeah. Let's see if it fucking makes money. Fuck, if that's what makes money, I don't make care. money, buddy. I don't care if Tim calls you a beaner every three seconds, except for that it's annoying. <laughs> like, <laughs> no, I'm just saying, in general. Anyway. Like, there's a lot of books that people get uncomfortable with. Don't fucking read the book. Like, who cares? <laughs> yeah. Why do you... I just don't understand the consumption of time that you want to take to let everybody else know that you don't like something. My like, favorite... this is different because it's... We're friends it's the and, it's po- and it's the point. And it's what yeah. we do. Ooh, is I, it constructive I, I though? I think it is. I think you it is sometimes. Fucking beaner. No. <laughs> there's, a of, there's a lot of fuck him and fuck Doyle stories on this table. I'll tell you that. We definitely do pull you guys down. I wouldn't normally, if <laughs> somebody out in the wild was like, I don't like wrestling, I'd be like, cool. Good for you. Like, what? You're not pulling me into some kind of pissing match over some shit that I don't care about. You like, shouldn't like wrestling because yeah. I don't like it's wrestling. It's just dumb. Anytime so anybody dumb. tells me they don't like wrestling i go just watch the john oliver episode about it and you'll totally change your mind <laughs> like because that shit's great i don't know if you've ever watched I that don't know. i don't think so you should definitely john oliver. no you don't i don't look you up john you should look up john oliver wwe and watch the episode about it it's fucking hilarious i like john oliver. Yeah. he's funny he's really funny he is really funny i guess i like him now because you guys both seem to like damn it. Oh, we're done? I think so, unless you guys were going an hour. Oh, wait, dang. <laughs> that didn't feel like an hour. It's Sitting in one hour. Oh, stop singing that song. <laughs> well, I mean, I guess be sure to check us hey, out Pete. on. Thank you for joining us. Right <laughs> <laughs> Who is that? Pete. Uh, Pete Slivkovich? Slivkanch? Is that how you say that? Yeah. <laughs> Pete Slivkanch is going to put a tattoo on you. What? So, so Mel talks with... <laughs> Mel talks with Pete. How long you go? <laughs> I, I didn't know if I'd start annoying him. Yeah, <laughs> we try again. <laughs> we annoy him already without even doing it. Uh, Mel Bye, ta- guy. Bye, Christy. Mel talks to Pete a lot more than I do just because she's friendlier than I am. Uh, and so she helped, she helped us set up our, no, no. she helped us set up our, our, he was, he was having such a hard time breathing that he couldn't let it go. No, but she helped us set up our tattoos. We're finally going to get our thinking outside the yeah, long box tattoos. Me. Yeah, she called me. I was like, why is Mel calling me? That's kind of weird. I thought maybe Gabe died or something. <laughs> Doyle and I will have to get ones that are like the, not a native, but I got here as fast as I could version of it. <laughs> That seems that seems racist. That's some I think it's about Colorado. <laughs> yes. So Jesus. before I take be about race if you want. before yeah. before I take us out. So remember how like when I was first starting at Honda, we talked about how Honda doesn't really do much by way of. Uh, kind of the cross comparison between like Hondas and Subarus because Subaru is only competitive with oh, Honda sure. in Colorado, right? So Bailey loves Subarus. Like that's her jam. So we're in the car coming over here uh tonight and she's like, "You know, there's so many things that are so kind of crazy about North Carolina cuz it's where one of the places she went." She's all, "You know, the music's different, the radio stations are different, how people talk to each other is different. You know, people look at you all the time and and that's weird because we live 
in an area where like making hard eye contact with somebody is a challenge, you know, and you don't want to just stare into somebody's eyes. So like they in North Carolina, apparently that's not a thing. I don't care if you do it to me. I've been looking at you this whole time. That's not my, you. My favorite thing though, she goes, and there's she goes and she goes and it's so weird there's no subi culture out there a the fact that she said that was like so fucking hilarious right, get to me get the fuck out of my car yeah. <laughs> but but i was like straight chilling i was like why why would you have a granola would say by yeah. the way i was like why would you have a subaru in north carolina i was like you can get the same horsepower and the same torque in a front wheel or a rear wheel car for like 15 grand less like, there's no point to it there. Like, it's cool, and it's kind of a status symbol, but if you pop a tire, you have to replace all of them. Yep. And if you, like, fuck your car up, it's, like, fucked up expensive because there's not a lot of Subaru dealers out there. I just thought that was really interesting that she was like, I just don't understand why there's no culture for them, like, because nobody drives them. It's not. That's it, insane. It's weird because you because cars are trendy, too. Like, yeah. you go to Texas, and you're going to see... A giant million trucks. trucks. And, yeah. You know what I mean? It's just the thing here. American have, we, muscle cars. We do have a lot of hippies and we do have a lot of like people who pretend like they want to care about the environment. A lot of safety so, conscious people too yeah, with sure. the snow and the mountain driving and stuff like that. It's people that are concerned about getting in an accident. So they buy, want to buy an all wheel or four wheel drive mm-hmm. car. I don't know. But you can do with Juan, but not me anymore. <laughs> Juan still sells cars. Yeah, come by Tacoma. Now I sell junk, it's, and it's amazing. Gabe uh, sells junk. <laughs> I do. It's really cool. Junky junk. Back to married on at first sight. Yeah. I'm sorry, we're not going to get to. Oh, you're no, going that's back. What she's going uh, back. Ah, uh, I get it. I'm telling you, it's a good show, bro. I might watch it. I like reality TV sometimes. So I, w- I literally had this discussion with her yesterday. I mostly only like reality TV if people fall off of things. I don't know what reality TV we're talking about. Like Holy Moly, Wipeout. Ah, gotcha. Most okay. Titan Games. So, so I, Most I, Extreme Challenge. I like reality TV that's not that I don't perceive to be trashy. Like I don't like Honey Boo Boo. I don't like oh yeah. Like some like some a lot of Ninety Day Fiance is nothing but drama. Like it's just two people just fighting. I, Mar- I like Married at First Sight because, though largely th- there's only been like one, it's been like a ten percent success rate. They're Which is pretty the, shitty, the fa- <laughs> but the face of it is they have like three different psychologists from different areas of like sexology and things like that that are truly, it seems, that are truly trying to take this experiment and make people happy. And there have been couples that have lasted for years and have kids and shit like that. And I, I don't – that's – that's I like it because it's – I guess it's a little bit more wholesome than normal fucking trashy reality TV. I can, I can see that. Like, again, I like reality TV where people fall off of shit. I like that too. And explosions. Most I like extreme explosions. elimination challenge is amazing. You know what else? Ultimate Banzukai, that show was really great too. The one where they have to like – pull themselves up like slippery things that japanese show i watched a shitload of that on youtube it's like a mountain of slipperiness i'm still watching a lot of first amendment audits on youtube i'm still down that rabbit hole we had the most wild tangent in an outro ever that's what this has been (laughs) yeah pretty much christy said she loves the real the trashy reality (laughs) i mean are you surprised no we we just had this discussion yesterday that's that's what i'm saying i know but 
I didn't have that discussion. I'm not surprised. <laughs> oh shit, Christy, oh, shit. you you strike me as that type. Wow. No, like the the watches wow. Jerry he Springer, like you. watches Jerry Springer, Mari Povich, that sort of thing. She, not oh, racist. She, she told me a story about her daughter because she used to watch No Honey Boo Boo, but everything else is game. Jersey Shore. Oh, but she told Jersey. me the story. I have a hard fucking time in taking those people <laughs> ever. <laughs> me too. But she told us this story because she used. I think Maury was the one where they would say uh, <laughs> she's a type. Where, where <laughs> he's the one where you are or are not the father, right? Yeah. So she told us a story about one of her kids that where she went home. <laughs> she's. <flipping laughs> I home, know. Where she she was driving one of the kids home, and the girl, the her daughter, turns around and goes, "Mom." Do we have to watch the Not the Father again today? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It's funny. Nah. <laughs> you know it's true. Yes, you are not the father. <laughs> Gabe has a lot of kids. He might not be the father. I am the father. <laughs> no, I, I checked it. He's Mexican. He probably has kids out there somewhere. Oh, I hope not. Looking for their dad. I mean, I just crying one single tear. <laughs> <laughs> I I hope that doesn't happen to me when I'm in like my 60s. Some dudes like you're my dad and be like, I don't remember having that much sex. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, take us out, Gabriel. So. With me not remembering having too much sex, be sure to check us out. All our social media is at TOTLB.com. You can find us on Patreon at Patreon.com slash TOTLB. Damn straight, I'm judgy. Do you even (laughs) fucking listen to this show? (laughs) Also, you can find us on YouTube at tinyurl.com slash (laughs) TOTLBTube. You guys, I got to tell you a story. I got to tell you a story. Ten more minutes. (laughs) So you know those like the live stream ended. You know those jungle gyms that are shaped like rockets. So NASA really wanted to send one of those up to the International Space Station, but like no adults could fit. But they needed adult minds, scientific minds. So they filled that bitch with midgets, and they clad it in aluminum and they shot it into space and michael kirk jacked off the whole time so be sure to call us on the michael kirk memorial hotline because he died from that shit 970-573-6148 give us any opinions that you have on anything that we've talked about including masturbating to midgets with that said i've been gabe wow mom one bye Space station, space station, space station, space station, space. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Thinking Outside the Long Walks podcast. Join us on Facebook and Twitter to get behind-the-scenes information for exclusive content and to be notified when new episodes are available. The thoughts and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual and do not necessarily represent or reflect those of the Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast, Baron Space Productions, its partners, or affiliates. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is made available by its creators, Juan, John, and Gabe, 
The podcast is edited and produced by Juan, and Albie is the co-executive producer. The Thinking Outside the Long Box podcast is a Barren Space production.